<laughs> Welcome to Tolly's Motivation. I'm Talia, and today's episode is all about how we view ourselves and our worth. And I'm so excited to have our guest today. So welcome, Dee-Marie. So Dee-Marie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, absolutely. And again, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so a little bit about myself is, ooh, that's a loaded question. So yes. basically, um, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm an author. I am a life coach or an empowerment coach. Um, I am a mother, a sister, a daughter. Um, and I am someone who has basically um, built herself up by self-care and self-worth and just kind of, um, you know, building myself back up from, you know, just a lot of things that happened uh, to me in the past. And so uh, I'm a professor. I could answer this question for... I love it. That's so cool. I actually didn't know any of that. I knew you were mm-hmm. an author, but also right. so about you being an author, I love that you wrote a book and I would love to know what inspired you to write that and your other book and like what your process was and did you edit it? Did you have to hire someone? All that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So um, what inspired me to write my first book? My first book is actually not out yet, but it's um, it's called Dream Spiracy. It's a psychological thriller. And believe it or not, I was inspired to write that after um, a really difficult time in my life. I went through a, a really difficult divorce. Um, and so that is what inspired me to write that one. And I'm actually still working on that one. I'm still revising that one. Um, But as far as the one that is um, published right now, COVID actually inspired me to write that one because I was, um, I guess you can say I was unbothered by the fact that we were all quarantined and I kept it moving. I kept it busy, uh, myself busy, I should say. And I was just doing all kinds of things and people started asking me, what are you doing over there? Because I wasn't watching television. I wasn't, you know, doing some of the things that most people were doing. I was writing a book. I was working out. I kept my same routine up. And that's what basically inspired me to write the book. um, Because I wanted other people to to know you don't have to let COVID slow you down. You can still accomplish your, your goals and your dreams you know, during COVID. And that's what the book is inspired by. Wow. That's so, that's really moving. I love that. And it definitely was really hard for me at the beginning of COVID. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. what do I do now? I didn't even know we weren't going to go back to school. And then I started like working out. That's where I really like started my love for like exercising and working out. So I love that. And I'm so excited to read your book. So what was the process for that? Like, how did you get started? Were you able to write? Like, did you start writing down like your thoughts or how did yeah. you start? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I just, uh, I am, uh, I am an English professor. That's <laughs> my day job. So I guess you can say writing is my thing. That's my jam. And so, yeah, I just started brainstorming and writing down, you know, what I was doing. And so, I mean, from the smallest things to making sure that I had a grocery list 
and like a month's worth of, you know, items to get from the grocery store so I didn't have to go every week like I normally do to silly things like, um, like um, learning how to twerk appropriately, for example, because believe it or not, um, twerking is one of those things that um, is actually really good exercise. It really helps to keep you in shape. And so I just started brainstorming and writing these things down. And then before you know it, I just wrote the book. I wrote, I think I wrote the book within like a week or so. It just kind of, when it comes, I just went with it and let it flow. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool. I'm actually, have wanted to write a book for so long. So I'll definitely take some of your tips. Yeah. Um, so you also have a social media page which mm -hmm. I will link in the description for everyone watching this on YouTube. Um, so when did you start your social, social media page and what encouraged you to start that? Well, I'm glad you asked that. I have not been on social media for that long, maybe a little bit less than a year. And I was scared to get onto social media because, you know, um, Social media is just not, uh, it's not my air. I didn't grow up with social media, you know? And so I grew up, um, maybe I'm aging myself a little bit, <laughs> but, you know, I actually, you know, went outside and played and, you know, wrote my friends and had pen pals and stuff like that. So social media up until recently was very intimidating for me. It's like, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at this and what should I post? But then, you know, I said, um, I don't, I, I have something to share with the world and I'm, I'm a very positive person. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm just going to do it. And so be it. So I, you know, basically finally talked myself into with doing it. And, you know, basically I haven't looked back. I'm actually really glad because life is really about uh, taking a chance on yourself and going out and stepping out, you know, on faith, and just going with the flow. And I think that that's what I did for my social media page. So I'm growing gradually. But you know, I am here to, you know, essentially spread motivation and empowerment, and to inspire, you know, everybody who's around me, it basically. You know, what I really love about that is that you took your passion and you followed it. And I feel like that's something so hard for so many people. Even starting my thing, I was so nervous, but I was like, it oh, is. this is my passion. Like, this is what I want to do. So going off of that, what advice would you give to someone who has a big dream, but they might be younger or even maybe not younger, but they're just really afraid to follow it, whether that means like quitting their other job or just afraid of other people's criticism. What advice would you give to that person? I would say to that person to definitely follow your dreams. Um, I'm a living witness. You know, I was scared and I still have so many other things that, you know, I plan to accomplish, but I would say, go ahead and follow those dreams. And if it's a big dream and honestly, you should be dreaming very big. The dream should scare you. Right. Um, but I would say break that big dream up into small little increments, small little goals and try to work toward those goals a little bit every day, because the worst thing and, you know, I had to teach myself this. I think it's all about mindset too. whatever you feed your mind, 
that's what's going to come out. So if you're feeding yourself, you know, with, oh, no, I can't do it. It's too big of a dream. You're going to believe that. However, on the flip side of that, if you are positive and telling yourself, I can do it. And, you know, we all have read The Little Engine That Could, right? And honestly, that's a very powerful story. I think I can. I think I can. We'll eventually morph into, I know I can. I know I can. And then that eventually morphs into, um, I did it. I did it. I did it. And so, you know, I think starting with small steps and working your way up because I feel like the worst thing, um, and again, this is my own advice for me, the worst thing would be for me to die and leave this planet without accomplishing my dream. I feel like I would make myself, um, you know, essentially, um, I would shorten myself, but shorten other people as well if I don't live my dream out if that makes sense. Uh, it does. And I completely agree. And the most important thing for me that I heard that you just said was that dreams should be scary because I feel like it's such like a negative connotation. Like, oh, you're scared. Like you shouldn't be scared. Like be proud of yourself, be positive. You got this, but it's like something that big should be scary. And obviously you need to build yourself up to be ready to start something like that. So for anyone watching or listening who really wants to start something, it's okay to be scared. I think mm-hmm. that's something so important and no one ever talks about that. And we don't really get to hear from successful people, like the scary part. We just hear their successful part. We see that successful part, but it's so important to realize that it's not always like sunshine and rainbows. It's hard. It takes so much. And the hard part isn't even just in the hard work. A lot of it is just throughout your own mind and putting yourself in that position of, I got this. And just like you said, telling yourself, I can do this and it might be hard, but I can still do this and I will find a way to do this. Um, so starting with confidence and talking about that, if someone had little to no confidence in themselves, no faith, no faith, what is the first step you would advise them to take to start building that up and increasing their self-worth and how they see themselves as a person? Excellent question. I think that we all struggle with, you know, self-worth and confidence from time to time. And so I would say start with the things that you absolutely love about yourself and flaunt them. Um, start with, uh, aside from that, start with creating a list. I have a list in my phone right now of all the things that um, are wonderful about me. And so if you start to create this list about yourself uh, and you look over that list every day, again, it's all about mindset. Uh, I think that unfortunately our society has a strict And our society has us chasing after something that doesn't even exist, and that's perfection. And you have to know that you are beautiful. You you are absolutely gorgeous, and you have to tell yourself that on a regular daily basis. And so for me, I am naturally slender. And so, um, you know, as a Black girl, you know, you see the other thick black girls and you're like, hmm, there must be something wrong with me because I'm naturally thin. And I had to change my thinking. 
I don't want to any longer look like everybody else. I am one in seven billion. And I have to be happy with that because no one else looks like me, me, no one else thinks like me and vice versa. So I think that again, if we change our mindset and if you start to focus on those things that you love about yourself, start a list of things that you absolutely adore about yourself and start to change your mindset, I think that that helps tremendously, tremendously. Yes, I completely agree. And I'm really glad you said that because one of my questions was going to be, what advice would you give to someone who's trying so hard to fit in? And you answered that perfectly. Um, Another thing going along with that, how do you balance self-criticism and turn that into a positive thing rather than something that's demeaning and putting yourself down? That's a great question because... You know, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as an investor, you know, I have my fair share of uh, criticism. But again, I tell myself, you know, I am a problem solver. So basically, when somebody comes at me with, you know, negativity or, or, you know, criticism, I'll say, okay, thank you for sharing that with me. But I work really, really hard, and I think everyone out there should work really hard to not let that completely overtake you. Um, Not everybody's going to love everything that you're doing, but guess what? That is okay. That's completely okay. So it goes back again to the mindset and saying, okay, well, you know, yes, they shared with me this negative criticism, but you know, I'm not going to let that steal my joy. I'm not going to let that steal my peace. I'm going to keep moving forward and I'm going to speak um, positivity into my life. So that's what I do. Yeah. And I know you were talking about a lot of things that you do for like self-care and you're very heavy on that and like keeping yourself in a happy place and not worrying about others. What do you do for self-care? I know you said you do affirmations, which I love. I personally use affirmations every single day, and they're such a great way to build your confidence and self-worth. But, yeah, what do you do for self-care? I absolutely do all of the above and some. I do affirmations. I listen to, um, there's a Be Inspired channel on, on, I think, YouTube, and it just repeats um, those positive, other positive affirmations as well. Uh, but in addition to that, you know, I, I just ate chocolate cake (laughs) because I'm a foodie. And so for me, self-care is making sure that I am, you know, nourishing my body appropriately. And I do eat healthy, but at the same time, I love chocolate. And so I will give myself some chocolate if I feel like I need to give myself some chocolate that particular day. Um, But on the other side of self-care, I feel like also saying no sometimes when you have to say no. We need to be able to say no a bit more because if I am exhausted or tired and someone is asking me to do something, but I know I'm not going to, you know, do my best at that, I feel like we have to be able to say, no, I'm tired. I need to rest. So my big thing is invest in rest. 
when your body needs to rest, then do so. Because again, that's self-care. Because if I'm not taking care of myself, how can I take care of someone else? So it's basically going back to the same um, when you're on the plane to put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Because if you put the oxygen mask on someone else, then who's going to help you? So if you help yourself first, then you can help other people. So I, I really live by that philosophy. Exactly. Just listening to your body and not every day you're going to feel perfect and be super like getting everything done, super productive all day long. It's going to take some trial and error and figuring out yourself and your body. Some things I do is drinking a lot of water. Physically, water is great. And it just like kind of, I just, whenever I drink a bunch of water, I just feel like ready for the day and just all like make a list of a few things I want to get done and a reasonable list. Not every single thing I need to do, but some things that I know that's a good amount for me to accomplish. And I agree. We need to be able to say no more. I think it's so like, again, just has such a negative connotation to say no. And it's okay to say no to someone. You have to put yourself First, just like you said, the oxygen mask, you need to help yourself before you help others. Um, so kind of switching to a little bit of a different topic. Um, I think having a comfort zone is something that a lot of people struggle with. And some people don't really know where that balance is of like, okay, I'm comfortable or like, okay, I'm trying something new today. So how would you encourage someone to get out of that comfort zone? Um, whether that's something as big as like, taking a big step and following their dreams or just something as little as saying no or confronting someone about something? Oh, another good question. So I can only go off of, you know, my experience and, you know, I am a believer in balance. And so for me, uh, some days, you know, I might work like yesterday. I think I worked till 8 PM and today I didn't work at all. <laughs> so basically having that balance. But again, I like what you just said earlier about um, having a to-do list. I have a to-do list. And what I tend to do is I'll write a bunch of stuff on there. But then I'll also say these top three things need to get done today. And so it's okay if not everything on my list gets, you know, executed. But as long as I tried to do those top three things. So I think that having some type of routine or some type of planner where you can, you know, kind of write things down. And I personally am really big on challenging myself. I try to learn something new every day. And so uh, you should have seen me when I first, I was so scared to do the Insta stories. And so I just kind of said, okay, I'm going to watch a YouTube video on this because I'm unfamiliar with it. And so like one day I watched a YouTube video on it and then I said, okay, that's enough for today. And then the next day I said, okay, I'm going to attempt this. And, and then now I can't get away and I can't get enough of Insta stories. So that is so funny to me because I was like legitimately afraid to do it. Like, what if I mess up? But I feel like we have to be okay with messing up because, again, perfection doesn't exist. So I think that you should be proud of yourself that you just 
you know, put yourself out there and try, even if it's not perfect, you can fix it up and clean it up. But you know, just like those little baby steps to do, you know, something new and just just keep challenging yourself. That's what life is all about. We're only here for a very short period of time. And so I feel like we need to, you know, make the best of the time and don't stay inside of that little box, break out of the box and try something new, even if it's just, you know, um, you know, a new food or a new, I mean, I'm rocking blue hair right now. And I can tell you that this is new for me because I'm very uh, conservative. And so my hair is, is curly. I have, you know, big, beautiful black curly hair. But um, I said, you know what? I need to have more fun. I need to get in there and, and do some, try some new things. And so this is an example of me trying something new and trying something bold. And you know what? It is hilarious to me because I actually... Uh, I love it now. And I get so many compliments like, oh my gosh, what color is your hair? I love that. That is so cute. Oh, I love your braids. And so that's just a small example of how, you know, I kind of just said, you know what, I'm going to be a trailblazer and I'm going to just keep it moving going forward and trying something, you know, different. So start small and then work your way up to blue hair or blue whatever, right? Yes. <laughs> First of all, I love the blue hair. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah, going off what you said, a big part of comfort zone, sorry, the sun's all in my face. <laughs> a big part of getting out of our comfort zone and why people are so afraid of it is because of what other people think. And I think it's so important to know. And I always say this quote, I always say, if you're so worried about what other people think, you're not even living for yourself. Like who right. cares? Everyone is so focused on themselves anyway. If you go around thinking, oh, what are they going to think about my blue hair? Like, who cares? If you want blue hair, you go get your blue hair. Like, who right. cares what person A and B have to say? And the people who really do have something to say aren't the people you want to associate yourself with anyways. And their opinion is so irrelevant. And so I think that's so important. Like, another thing, people care so much about what other people think about them. And I just think it's so stupid and it's just not something to waste your time on. I agree. Totally agree. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so on to the next question. So what advice would you give to someone wanting to start a social media page? I know we talked about your book, but mm -hmm. what would you tell someone to do who wants to start a social media page? I would say just like Nike, just do it. Just do it. I mean, like, seriously, what's the worst thing that can happen? If you hate it, then you can just delete your account. But, you know, like I said, we only have a short period of time on this earth. And we really have to, I wish I could just wake everybody up and say, listen, follow your dreams, whatever they are. You are here for a reason. We are all here for a specific purpose and don't be afraid start the social media page start your book you know start your business I think that it's time for us to you know wake people up and say go for it no matter what I mean just think um there's so many people celebrities and other people who were basically 
turned down. I mean, for example, Oprah. Um, oh, look at what she is now. She's a, a mogul, right? <laughs> She's a billionaire. She's a mogul. If we remember earlier, earlier in her career, she had the door slammed on her like, no, you know, you're not what we're quite looking for, for, for this role. And, you know, how many times have, you know, singers and other people, oh, you know, you can't sing or, oh, you can't write. You know, that's my struggle sometimes. It's like you have the, you know, the, the devil and the angel on your shoulder, girl, you know, you can't write. And it's like, what do you mean she can't write? She teaches writing. <laughs> She's teaching other people to write. So how dare you come in here and say, but it's like, just start the page because, you know, what's the worst thing that can happen? Don't have the, don't have the regret of you not starting. I, I would say that's probably for me, that's the worst thing. I don't want to be on my deathbed and having the, 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 you know, ghost of regret following me like, oh, you know, you didn't bring me to life. That's the worst feeling I feel like. And so for that reason, it's like, mm -mm, I'm about to follow any and everything that I want to do. And I, I want to encourage people to do the same thing. So just start it already. Yes. And we're going to get put down. Everyone who tries something is going to get put down a million times before something finally great happens to them. Like it's normal to feel that like sense of defeat at first and I think it's important to just keep following what you want to do and just love yourself for who you are. Don't worry about what other people think or what they want you to do. Do what you want to do. Love yourself. Follow your own dreams, not your parents' dreams or your friends' dreams. Who cares what they have to say? You're your own person at the end of the day. And like you said, like, by the end, you don't want to be sitting there like, oh, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. Because when you're at the end, you realize like, oh, I could do anything right now. But really, you can't because it's the <laughs> end. But right. we should all act like today's our last day of living every single day. There's no benefit to not going for what we want. And honestly, you never know the answer or what's going to happen before you try it. So we need to start talking more about following your dreams and I think that's something so important even in school like they never talk about that like we just talk about like I'm a junior in high school and we just talk about like math or English sometimes they'll ask us how our lives are going but it's like we never talk about real life things and loving ourselves and I think that's such a problem with our world right now and our society like it shouldn't be like that but yeah. here me and Dee Marie are to tell you to go for <laughs> what you want to do who cares what other people think or say? And it's okay to be turned down a hundred times because if you really fight for that thing and work hard, you're going to come out on top and you're going to be proud of yourself in the end. Absolutely. Totally agree. Yes. So we're running out of time. We could talk for forever. I love this. I'll definitely have to have you back on another time. Yeah, please do. Please do. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. I love talking to you. And before we go, I just want to tell the viewers that this podcast, this YouTube channel is for you. So if you have any questions, you can email them to me at tollybriar one or DM me on my Instagram, which is Tolly's Motivation. Um, I'm so excited to get this started. This is our second guest, Dee Marie, and it's been great. And I can't wait 
for all our future guests and everything that this is going to become. So thank you guys all so much for watching. And thank you, Marie, for joining me. You were amazing. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Of course. Bye, everyone. Bye.